Hello everyone, hope everybody's keeping safe. Thank you Kiefer for having me in your podcast. My name is Lucas and I am a sound designer specialized in audio branding and product sounds. And today I'll be talking about a creative guide to sound design. Sound design is a fascinating area. It has great prominence in the film and games industries, but it is still quite overlooked in, in branding and product development. There is indeed a lack of awareness of, of the benefits of sound and branding and products in general, with a few exceptions. Movies and games use sound to help directors and developers tell a story. Here's, here's a thought. Uh, have you ever tried to watch a movie without sound? I'd like you to transfer the same thought to brand and product experiences now. Uh, when you interact with brands and products, can you hear the sounds associated with them? I'm pretty sure that your answer would be yes. But the thing is, those sounds uh, and the sounds in general that we hear in our everyday interactions are not intentional or properly designed. Whereas pretty much everything we see around us has been carefully designed. So just like watching a movie without sound, ignoring sounds of our everyday experiences, it is like missing a big portion of the story. So in a large scale, the consequence of not designing sound is noise. Noise is nausea, is unpleasant feeling, unwanted sounds. Uh, noise is creating huge problems in our society today, like heart-related problems, uh, increased stress, uh, anxiety, violence, lack of productivity. There is a Hindu say, not a Brahma, and, he, and it means uh, something like the world is sound. Everything is sound, everything is vibration. Our bodies feel vibrations all the time. As I'm speaking now, uh, your body is feeling those vibrations of my voice. Sound is the movement of molecules and we are affected by it at all times. So the first mission of this creative guide to sound design is to eliminate noise from our lives and make the world healthier. But sound is not just the physical movement of molecules. It affects our brains and minds. And that's where I think a creative guide to sound design can be very useful to branding and products. Sound has a great ROI potential. The return on investment of sound can be huge. Uh, with intentional soundscapes, businesses uh, can increase their audience attention, boost customer loyalty, enhance brand recall, add more purpose and value to their mission, uh, boost personality, and improve engagement, improve user experiences or customer experiences. Um, so the second mission of this guide is to help businesses tell captivating stories. So having those two missions in mind, saving the world and telling stories, let's get to the creative guide. Because sound design is design, it's a form of designing, I like to use the double diamond design process as a creative framework. This framework gives me the ability to approach sound problems holistically and intentionally. Uh, the double diamond 
starts with exploring the problem where you diverge in your exploration then you define the problem where you converge so this is the first diamond so imagine the shape of a diamond and and the first point of departure is is the lines diverging and then the lines converging to define the problem uh, then you go to the second diamond that it starts with developing possible solutions for the problem you diverge again and refine the best solution to the problem you converge again and you deliver the solution uh, that's the second diamond exploring the problem is all about diverging your thoughts with discoveries uh, research interviews surveys and so on uh, in terms of sound design to me this means listening listening is the first step in this guide and the most important skill of a sound designer sound designers listen to everything all the time i like to do sound walks um, and record everything i find interesting those recordings later can be transformed into small audio bits and and saved into a, uh, an audio library this is very useful uh, very useful uh, tool to have an audio library so sound walks are simple exercises to make your ears more aware of your surroundings i recommend doing this even if you're not working on a specific project but if you are working on a specific project sound walks help you to understand the context of of a problem during the sound walks you can use a framework to identify the soundscape soundscape is a very important word here soundscape is a term coined by canadian acoustician researcher and composer murray schaefer in his book the tuning of the world i highly recommend this book um, soundscapes are used to describe the acoustic ecology of our environments there are three main features uh, in soundscapes the first feature is keynote sounds sounds that are constant and happen in the background we tend to forget about keynote sounds but they are fundamental to the acoustic ecology sound of birds water and wind or even your hvac humming around your house are examples of keynote sounds second is sound signals these are sounds created to alert us inform us of a certain event in our day like a church bell or the ambulance siren uh, the beep of a heart monitor or even the chime coming from your phone saying that you received a new message um, sound signals are familiar and intermittent during the day so the third feature is sound marks just like landmarks sound marks are unique rare sounds in in the acoustic ecology sounds that are particular to a certain community or culture like the algonquin singing and drumming or even the sounds pertaining to a certain brand like the startup sound of a certain computer sound marks mark the acoustic territory of soundscapes now, if we think of an example on how to use this in practice, take the car audio experience. Can you think of those three features of soundscapes when you drive your car? What are the different contexts of your car experience? Before you engage with it, do you 
have it in the garage or the driveway. What are the sounds of your garage? When you open the car, which sounds can you hear? When you start driving it, what do you hear? When you are on the road, can you hear the sounds around you, including the car sounds, the engine, and the road sounds, other people's cars? Can you identify the keynote sounds, sound signals, and sound marks of the car experience? So that's very, those questions are very important, and that's the exercise of, of soundscaping, exploring a certain problem, right? Keep asking questions about what would be that journey. Uh, okay, let's jump into the defining the problem. And I think the defining the problem is where we converge. We start mapping sounds. This is the sound mapping phase. Using your soundscape knowledge now of a certain problem, now you can focus on mapping out specific user customer journeys. You can start thinking about different audio scenarios. Here you will define the pain points and touch points of the sound experience. Here's an interesting story of a patient that almost died because of a sound. An example of a bad sound design that could have been addressed in the problem definition phase. A 70-year-old patient had an infusion pump device attached to his heart. He had no heartbeat anymore, heart failure, and he was waiting for his transplant. Uh, and it would take a while, so he had to carry this infusion pump around with him in his house. He was trained to use the device beforehand, months before, and was very diligent in maintaining it, like checking its functions and charging uh, and changing the batteries and so on. One day, he hears the smoke detector beeping in his house, in his kitchen. Oh, we need to change the batteries, he said. And he went to the garage to fetch the new batteries while carrying the infusion pump there. When he got to the garage, the same beep kept playing loudly. But there was no smoke detector in his garage. His wife from the kitchen yelled, never mind, the detector stopped beeping here. And then he realized that he had to change the batteries from the infusion pump. It was beeping just like the smoke detector. If the batteries had died, he could have died as well. Building sound scenarios and journeys could have prevented the device to sound like a smoke detector. Using the household soundscapes to build the user journey scenarios could have provided the necessary information to designers to create a sound palette and vocabulary that would inform this patient more efficiently. By mapping out the sound journey, you can identify which touch points of an infusion pump experience will need audio design. Marketing, branding, instructions, open box experience, product engagement, turning it on and changing the battery, as an example. Uh, and for each touch point, it's important to understand how the brain will be affected. Do you want, do you want to trigger a certain emotion or memory or help people make decisions? A sonic mood board may be a good idea to help diagnose the, the problem here. If you are creating a sonic pulse 
you might want to use the valence arousal emotional map to understand which types of emotions you want to elicit uh, from your audience. So now, with a good definition of the problem, it is time to diverge again. It is time to sonify the experience, uh, to create as much sounds as you can that could satisfy the scenarios from the definition phase. Here, you should focus on experimenting with sounds. That's the whole point of this phase. We're gonna diverge again. We're gonna go crazy. We're gonna become mad scientists of sound. But first, you, you need a DAW, an audio computer software for you to manage and create your sounds. Logic, Pro Tools, Ableton, FL Studio, Reaper, Cubase, uh, Adobe Audition, Studio One are some examples of DAWs. There are many others. Um, you will need a good mic as well and a good MIDI controller. Your audio library as well will come handy during this phase. The audio library that we recorded during the, the listening phase. You will also need to have a good musical knowledge, play instruments. Uh, it is also important here to know about the properties of sound. Pitch, which is, which is frequencies. Timbre, the combination of frequencies or the quality of specific sounds like my voice has a, has a unique timbre, a piano has a, a unique timbre. Um, duration, which is all about rhythm and tempo uh, and, and, and loudness, intensity of sound. Uh, there is envelope that is all about the shape of a sound wave, how harsh that is, the attack, the release, the decay, uh, and location. Even though we have two ears, we are stereo, we hear in 3D. You can start by recording some vocal sketching. Uh, try to follow the sonic mood board and create sounds with your mouth. Um, this, is a, this is a fast and iterative way to create sounds. Uh, add some vocal sketching to your scenarios through storyboards, for example. Have fun. It's really about having fun and experimenting right now. Uh, maybe you want to program some sounds using a, th a synthesizer or, or a sampler, um, or, or even layer a few sounds from your audio library to generate an original audio texture. Uh, the idea here is to diverge on ideas to solve this specific defined problem. Uh, it is a good idea as you create sounds to test those sounds with people. Uh, test people's emotions. If you are designing an audio feedback feature for a car or for an infusion pump, you want to help people to focus and make decisions. Um, but if you are designing an audio logo, you want people to trust the brand. You want people to get emotionally at attached to that, to, to create a certain memory of that experience. You're going to need a, 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 a mnemonic. Uh, so use your valence arousal map for reference to create those emotions to define that. So once you have your iterations and tests done, it is time to refine and finalize your sounds. Mixing and mastering skills will be necessary here to adjust volume and, and, and adapt different specific frequencies, cut off some frequencies um, and, and, and adjust the dynamics of the sound wave. It is important that the final sounds uh, be part of the same vocabulary. So the alarm beep of the infusion pump example should be orchestrated with all the other sounds of the device. 
and the manufacturer's brand. So when you play all the sounds together, they should sound consistent, like a musical piece. Orchestration is really important here when refining and finalizing the sounds, because that's how you will create soundscapes that intentionally inform people, and it is not accidental, and it does not become noise. So the four steps of the creative guide to sound design are listening or understanding the soundscape problem, sound mapping, creating possible sonic scenarios for the problem, sonifying, play, experiment, and record sounds, create, go crazy, be a mad scientist. And the final one is orchestrating, mixing and mastering skills, create a vocabulary. Listening, sound mapping, sonifying, and orchestrating. The four steps in the creative guide to sound design. Thank you very much. Be safe. Bye-bye.